The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and What's happening? What's happening? Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome in all our first time listeners and our uh our week to week, our A one day ones. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, real quick, if you wanna follow us, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can follow me at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Trey Frazier on Twitter. You can follow me at Maestro Styles, Trey at Barbershop S P O R two. Uh make sure you like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube page. And just a reminder if y'all didn't know, the killers of Bianca Taylor are still out working. Trey Frazier, what's good? Yo, man, and and thank you for putting that message out there, man. We need to continue to put that message out every day, every hour. It doesn't matter. Breonna Taylor's killers are still out at large. We need to have them arrested. We need to have them arraigned, sentenced, you know, guilty, up though uh so i appreciate that but uh this week was pretty good this was a pretty good week for me man I, I gotta say i'm proud of myself today uh for the first time i actually brought a gallon of water to work with me and drunk about 75 percent of the gallon and, and i gotta work on the rest of it tonight i'm trying to do this you know drink a gallon of water a day mm. kind of a thing so yes, um you know is it's work it was worked out really good for me today so Got to say I'm proud of myself yes, for that. Yes, sir. Health is wealth, my brother. We got to keep on going. We got to stay alive for our babies and for the future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, though? Man, I, you know, ups and downs, ebbs and flows, such as life. Um, of course. Good, man. You know, you know, just ready to. Of course. You know, ready to do what we do every Tuesday, man. 
Yeah, that's right, man. And uh, we we got a lot of sports to talk about, man. Uh, majority of them is back mm-hmm. as of last week. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, man. So if you you want to take you want to take the reins today, man. Yeah, I, I do, man. And I I, I got to start with baseball for a minute because I I think you and I are really not so much disgusted per se, but we're just kind of, at least for me, at least for me as a fan, just the the disappointment that these baseball players, and and I understand they're not in a bubble. I understand it's not like the NBA or the NHL, but these players, man, you know, going out and, you know, doing all kinds of things to get themselves knocked with this COVID-19, man. So, you know, just to kind of get into it, in addition to, what the Marlins did the previous week, um, the St. Louis Cardinals had about nine, ten guys on the staff. That's a mixture of players and coaches of the like. They tested positive for COVID-19. And as a result, and like we're seeing with the Marlins, they got to take games off. They got to take days off. And it's affecting other teams that's trying to you know, validate themselves for the playoffs. It's a short season and, you know, teams that we think are going to suck actually might have a shot to get into this tournament. And hey, you got quick, these players. Real quick, I'm sorry yeah, go to ahead. you off. I just didn't know this and I, knew, I wanted to know. Um, I, obviously, uh-huh. it's going to be a short season, but how many games is it going to be? In, do we know? Six, 60. 60, okay. All right. I wasn't sure of it's, that. It's a sixty-game season, and I and I really I meant to update my blog. And you know, by the way, folks, if you guys want to check out our blogs, go to barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Um, I posted one up a couple weeks ago with predictions for who I thought was going to make the playoffs in Major League Baseball. But since then, they've changed the playoff format to now sixteen teams makes the tournament. So it's going to be eight out of the American League, eight out of the National League. And you you best believe somebody who's going to suck or predicted to suck this year is going to make the playoffs based off of that. So, but yeah, Maestro, 60 games. And quite frankly, with the amount of games that the Marlins have missed, and now you're talking about the Cardinals missing games this week, you're going to have teams probably play 55, 56, 52 games and not really get to that 60 game mark. Mm. And that's really going to affect how teams make the playoffs because now they're going by winning percentage. If you have a higher winning percentage than somebody else, despite the number of games you play compared to that team, then you get that higher seed if you got a higher winning percentage. Mm. And that that's what really sucks here is that players are, you know, like the Cardinals, uh, um, the alleged story is, is that, the majority of those players went to a casino and I don't want to speak for anybody that hasn't been to a casino since the shutdown and really since they started opening things back up. But in those casinos, you know, you run into a lot of folks, man, you know, people trying to make money, lose money, you know, in, in, in this kind of climate where cats ain't got no job, you know, some cats who been gambling and losing money, still trying to get that money back, and you don't know where Cat's been, uh, that that's probably not the place to be at 
if if you major league baseball and y'all trying to get this season in. Um, but it's it's disappointing for me as a fan. It it, it really is because you you're not really gonna get to see everybody play equal games because you know players are getting negligent with the situation. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, and and not just players and and you know sports teams, but people in general. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, it's just a tough it's just a tough time to you know be doing this, which is why I'll say it. Um, now, like I've been saying for for at least a month, it's mm-hmm. not time. It's just not time. It's just yeah, it's time. it's it's really not time. It's really not time. Hey, let me go back last week for a second because I think we had a conversation about the potential of these players or the league doing a bubble situation or having two locations where these players could play. And if I if I remember correctly. You wasn't buying one of the variables that I, I made mention about in terms of why they couldn't do what the NBA was doing. And I, I, I couldn't remember what that was. Do, do you remember I off the top not. of your head? I do not. Okay. Okay. All right. Because I, I, I kind of gave it some thought. And one of the things that came to mind was is that since you got in you know a few of these cities, New York, Chicago, and L.A., you got two teams – per city and you got two stadiums um why not do three bubbles where you got all the east teams national league american league play in new york all the central teams in chicago and all the west teams play in la you split those two stadiums which means there's 10 teams so you got five games you split five games between those two stadiums and double headers work if there's one thing I know, double headers on the same field actually work. Um, triple headers, not so sure. If you could get like a third game in after, you know, two games on the same field. But if they would have found a way to make something like that work, then may- maybe they wouldn't be in a the situation they're in now. I, and and I guess the only caveat to that is, is that New York is a bit suspect right now, even though you know, it's not as bad as it was when this whole thing first jumped off. And are they not, are they not doing out of conference play? They're not doing out of conference play. Okay. So all the, like I said, so the Nationals, uh, just to give an example, all the teams in their division and they play the AL East. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, and that's the same thing with everybody across the league. West plays West, Central plays Central, East plays East. Interesting. And and the other interesting thing about that, my is that when you're seeing these games being postponed because, you know, in the case of the Marlins, they tested positive and so they had to take a week off. It's easier for other teams to play other teams like in crunch time. You know what I mean? Like so you had the Yankees play the Orioles last week and they weren't even on our schedule that early on in the schedule but because the marlins messed up and they were supposed to play the orioles and we were supposed to play the phillies and remember the phillies were involved with um the whole marlins thing too because then they started to question themselves so instead of that happening uh we played the orioles and were able to get some games in so i think that's kind of unique in the fact that it was a good idea that they kept the schedule with all the East teams playing each other because now the travel is not a big issue. You know, New York and Baltimore, that's three hours apart. 
you know, Phillies right there in the middle. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, getting on a plane to, go, you know, cross country and all that. So I think that's what's unique about it is, is that they were still able to play games that they would have played had, you know, these guys not test positive. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously they will make adjustments to those team schedules. Uh, maybe, but I mean, off rip, off rip, even if, if we're talking about doing the bubble thing, then the whole quarantine, you know, the whole, for obviously that whole quarantine thing has to happen, like, you know, much like the NBA. Yep. And, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, again, not to say that, I mean, at this point, we're already underway. So it's like, are we going to, are they willing to? They can't go back. You know, I mean, or yep. can they? You know, I don't know. Uh, Somewhere to yeah, um, it's a good I, question. Yeah, but... I'm not a, you know, my 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 position remains the same. I it's it's not time basketball neither, and and I get you know people were putting out that you know they haven't had any uh, positive testing since they've been in the bubble, and that's all fine and well. But mm-hmm. there's too many variables that are uncontrollable at this point. Where you know COVID can rear its ugly head, and you know just because it's not last week they didn't have any any positive tests, don't mean we don't they don't not, they're not gonna have an outbreak within the next two weeks. And God forbid, I'm not wishing that on anybody. Um, mm-hmm. It's just right. it's just nothing as far as the numbers have really dramatically in, decreased for us to feel like you know oh this is what we could do. Nor have we found any type of a. Uh, any type of a way to help decrease it besides all these variables, variables you know, corns from people, from people, from people, from people, don't guarantee that you won't uh, get COVID-19. It just, those are just ways to uh, help prevent it. So it's like, we, we don't have a grip right, on this thing right. yet. And here we are, you know, trying to make money. And again, mm-hmm. my position is, it's easy for me to say as I still got to go to my job every day, but um, mm-hmm. you know, Basketball right. just seems a little not important right now. Sports, for that matter. Right. Here's here's why I think it's working in the NBA, and I and I agree with you that just because we've gone one week in the NBA, you know, full of games, doesn't mean that somewhere down the line in the playoffs that an outbreak is going to happen. Because I do think that there's a possibility that that can happen if players don't discipline themselves, meaning. If you got to leave the bubble, you know, go to, you know, or Lou Williams situation where he had to leave for a funeral and then come back. But, you know, he's got a quarantine before he comes back. Um, oh, the reason why. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to make this point because it's important. Yep. If everybody did exactly everything they were supposed to, there's still no guarantee that an outbreak can't happen in that area. Agree. Agree. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hold I hold the I stand by that there's a possibility that this thing can all fall apart yeah. in terms of the NBA and, and, and hockey, for that matter, too. Right. Because, I mean, they're, they're doing the same thing and I get they're in they're in Canada. So, you know, the numbers aren't as, you know, massive in Canada as they are in the U.S., but it's still possible where you have players who don't discipline themselves. But the point I was trying to make was is that the reason why this is working in the NBA is because I think they planned well. I think that when they set this thing up, you know, this bubble in Orlando, 
they made sure that everybody that was coming here, and I'm not just talking about players, I'm talking about coaches, media, um, anybody that's, you know, calling the games on TV, on radio, that kind of a thing. Everybody, to my understanding, and I don't know if this is true, but to my understanding, everybody was tested. Um, they got the results back and they were allowed to enter the bubble. And the rule is, is that you cannot leave this thing. If you call a game, you 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 got to stay in Orlando. You got to stay on campus. If you if you're on radio or you're in the media, your player, you, you can't go anywhere, even if it means you're not playing the next day. You, you got to stay. If you're a journalist and you're covering a couple of games and let's say you want to take a day off. You can't leave Orlando. You got to stay where you're put at. So I think in terms of the planning, I think they really did a great job of doing that. Um, you know, when we had, what, a couple players test positive, you know, before entering the bubble. Westbrook was one. Harden was another. I think Spencer Dinwiddie tested positive before he decided to opt out. So I think the, the positive tests with the players mostly happened before – any entering of the bubble took place. And so I think that's why for the first week, anyway, this is successful so far. And I don't, I don't mind watching these games. I mean, when you, you know, when you think about it and they got all this, you know, these big boards around the court with fake fans and, you know, and all that stuff well, that really, that it does. You know what those, what that is though, right? That's not really fake fans. Those are. Uh... Yeah, I'm not just I'm just kind of using a term okay. just because I can't think of nothing else. But they're basically um, people watching it they, from like a Zoom or something like that. Uh, like a oh, is that, is that what that is? Yeah, like yeah, it's like like for instance, uh, they. Um, hmm. uh, I forget. I just read who whose kid. It, like you could see somebody's kid watching the watching their parents. Okay. Play basketball okay. from like like they could. They can see the holler some type uh, of image of them. It's like a, it's almost like a zoom, a muted, you know, yeah. or something where they can see the game and the and the people, the players, if as they walking past, can see who's in, who's there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So they're taking like little clips of different zoom no, uh, actually, conversations. No, no, they're actually watching it. Like they're probably getting. I don't know if they're getting. They got to be getting like some type. Of no, no, no. Drive. I no. I understand that they're watching it. I'm when I when I say they're taking Zoom clips, I'm saying they're taking um, the the actual people that are actually watching the games, right, right? And they're doing some kind of programming to where they could put it up sporadically on these boards that they right. got around these courts, right? Yeah, that that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, that that's dope. It, it certainly didn't look like it, you know, at first glance. Mm. I didn't but, know. Uh, I, I literally just found that out today. I was like I said, um, and if I could find it, I don't know if I saw it on Bleach Report or where I saw it, but it was basically uh, yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it was somebody's yeah, that's 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 real. Game. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, it, it, to me, and I'm watching the Celtics and the Heat right now. It 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 doesn't really look much different. I mean, the whole setup is pretty good, man. I mean, you look on the bench; they got all the seats, you know, six feet apart, so players can, you know, social distance. Um, media, whenever they do interviews, they're six feet apart. You know, cameramen, they're six feet apart. Um, I, I I'm not bothered by um, the changes that they've done to you know make the game more entertaining to watch. I'm I'm not bothered by it. 
Um, it, it's actually pretty cool. Um, and I would and I would definitely love to get back to um, some normalcy at some point. But hey, this this will do. You know, we we got basketball, we got games, uh, we got we got we got meaningful games. That is. Yeah, and it, but I, I just hope it. and pray that. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I'll watch it, but I, I still don't like it. I, I again, I, I'm not gonna say it, act like I won't. I'm not watching, you know, some of the games, but I, I still mm-hmm. don't like it. I just don't like it. Is it is it the possibility of the COVID stuff, or is yeah. it some of the stuff that they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just the possibility of the COVID. Like it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. Agree. I, I, I'm I'm with you, man. This thing can definitely it, it could crash and burn for for all we know. But they 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 had a real good first week. I I, I really have to say that they they really had a good first week, and I hope they continue to do it. And you know the same thing with the NHL. Um, I I can't. I think I was watching the Capitals um the other day play, and um I, I guess it's the same thing. Like they they pump in all these. Um, special effects, these crowd noises, and you know what? It, it makes it sound like there's actual fans in the building when there really isn't fans in the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, so real quick, let me say what's up to the mayor in the chat room. What and, up? What uh, up? Let me say uh, what's up to De- Deacon, the blues man, Dale, who was also what's in poppin'? the chat room. Um, so I guess while we're still on the uh, COVID nineteen thing. Uh, really quick, it's important to mention that the NFL's deadline for opting out for the season is on Thursday, uh, which is August the 6th. Um, so I guess any you're not allowed to opt out after this Thursday deadline, if, I, if, if I'm understanding that correctly. Um, yeah, and I, and, I, and I think it's silly. I, I think it's stupid that they have a deadline to opt out. When when their when when their when their contracts aren't even guaranteed, and they can't opt out by a certain time, that that that's just ass backwards to me. Yeah, it don't it don't really make sense to me either. Um, but you know, there you go. They have a deadline to opt out. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. says that it's not time to play yet. Um, and I'm paraphrasing obviously, it's not time to play yet. But mm-hmm. um, and no way shape form or fashion has he acknowledged that he's not going to play as a, as a matter of fact to my understanding he uh expects to play he is putting himself in the position to play he's going to be ready to play whenever this kicks off um your thoughts on his comments if you if you've seen his comments um i saw the comments and i do want to defend ODB for a minute here. Um, he did an interview with the Wall Street Journal maybe a couple weeks ago and expressed that same sentiment about the owners being crazy that they're letting the players play throughout this pandemic. And so by the time he realized that the Browns were trying to put things in place so that um, players are protected, you know, or as best as they can protect the players from COVID-19, the Wall Street Journal article came out with his interview. So it took some steam because of the release date. And, you know, I, I just want to point that out there that um, it's, it's not that Beckham, it's not that it sounds like Beckham's trying to, um, you know, change his mind off the break. It's just that he mentioned that two weeks ago um, with somebody else. And 
And by the time they released that, he realized, okay, maybe they're, you know, putting some things together. Um, maybe this this thing can actually work in his mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wanted I just wanted to defend him on you that like front. Um, do I feel like he changed his mind? I, mean, I don't bail. feel like he. You you mean yeah yeah I'm I'm gonna shoot him bail like come on. And I and, and you know again, I don't I mean if you're asking me I I, I really don't care but um it, mm-hmm. that, does it not um sound crazy for you to say um and this is again if this if he hasn't changed his mind um it sounds mm-hmm. crazy for you to say it's crazy that they trying to make us play and then you play but then in in perspective uh I'm sure a lot of us would like to stay home and not work during this. Uh, pandemic, but mm-hmm. niggas got to make their money, and niggas want to. Niggas want to make. They their got, money. bro. They they got five hundred thousand dollar car notes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. dude, dudes got to work. Dude, dudes got to work. And and I don't know what made him change his mind, you know, or or, or change his state. Did. We don't know if he did. Or at least I haven't yeah. heard. Well, no, no, he did. That's what okay. I'm saying. He's, oh, okay. he's, he's he said he said that. Um, the Cleveland facility has put some things in place to make the players feel more safer from COVID nineteen. Okay. So I, so he changed his mind based off of that, but because that article came out around that same time that he did weeks back, mm-hmm. it made it seem like Odell was talking all crazy when it really it really wasn't that. So, yes. uh, well, but and I don't, let's be clear. If he stood by those comments, he wouldn't have been talking crazy. It, I agree mm-hmm. with him. It's not time. And again, I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it until it, until it, you know, until the end of mm-hmm. the season, whenever, whatever point of the year that is. But right. um, this, 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 all of it, basketball, NHL, all, um, it all seems rushed. It all seems like we don't have the answers. And I, you know, if I, if it seems like I'm keep, I keep pushing this point. Every time we talk about COVID nineteen, is it, mm-hmm. because it's my true thought. It this shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. I, I I think what you're also doing though, and maybe this isn't your intent, but I think what you're also doing is is pointing out, hey, while things are going so well with hockey and basketball, and it all is great, and you know everybody seems to be on board, let's not lose sight that one slip up, all it takes is one. One player, and the whole thing can just go to shambles just like that. But, but I, I, I just, that. I just think it's just bringing awareness. But it's not even that, though, Trey. It's not just that. It's not just that. This could go mm-hmm. sideways, period. If well, that's what I'm goes, saying. Yeah, well, not, 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 you know, not, not, if no player slips up, if nothing happens, this can still happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody, this outbreak can happen. Somebody can still get COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like, give me, like, give me an example. Well, I'm just saying because that I don't. I mean, I don't have an example. We don't. We don't know. We don't have all of the information as to how it okay. can be spread. We just don't have all the information. There's so many variables as to how this works and how it can work. Okay. Based off of the information, though, uh, and and again, we're we're just basing it off of what the NBA has done and what media has done so that they can enter this bubble and be safe. And look, if you got to use, you know, tons of hand sanitizer, so be it. 
you got to wash your hands a hundred times a day. So be it. Um, here, here's what I'm thinking and, and, and kind of the tale to your point. Um, a player may not catch it and spread it. Let's say, let's say one of these players invites one of these Instagram honeys, you know, into the, into the room. That Instagram honey comes from someplace outside the bubble. You know, she might catch, she might have something. She give it to that player, and that you know that player goes and and, and plays. And next thing you know, bam, COVID nineteen all over the I'm not court. Talking about that though, because you're still referring to somebody slipping up in that instance. Mm-hmm. I'm referring to if everybody did everything they were asked to do per the rules of being in that bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that mm-hmm. if everybody did everything the way they were told to do, that still doesn't mean that somebody won't catch it. They're basing this off of the information they gave, and, and that's all they can do. I get that. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that all of the information is right. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I just want more. Um, I feel like the bubble, just a bubble, isn't enough. I feel like we need to have answers if something happens. Anything. Because it can happen, um, they say it's not per se airborne. That's what I've heard somebody say. It can happen from, you know, just somebody speaking to another person close, you know, in close proximity of somebody else's face. But okay. if it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let me let's just, let me be clear. I yeah, don't yeah. know. I'm trying to because I, 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 I was trying to help you there to kind of give you an, an, an example because the with the information we got and I understand that some of it may you know be a little skeptical, but it it it's it sounds to me like once you're in the bubble, you're not and, get it. and you don't interact with your or your your chances of not getting it are great. I, I won't say that you're not going to get it. I'll just say your chances of not getting it are great. But they're not guaranteed. But, and, and, right. It's not guaranteed. But if you come to this bubble, you, you, you test negative, you stay in the bubble, you don't leave, you don't go anywhere, you don't invite people to the bubble. Um, if you got family with you that came in from day one, you don't let them leave the bubble. Um, and, and if they leave the bubble, they got to stay away for, you know, 14, you know, 15 days, however the quarantine time is. Um, I, I, I think by that science, um, sense what they're doing, and it also makes sense as to why it's so successful. I think the way that this can all, you know, this can all blow up if, again, I think somebody goes out and contracts it by something or someone and they bring it back to the bubble yeah yeah i I mean i I won't stretch the conversation much further i you're saying what i hear you saying is is that you're confident that everything will be fine if everybody does what they're supposed to do i'm saying that i'm confident you're confident yes i'm I'm confident but i'm also I'm, i'm siding with you because i mean with, with play with players and with other people, and again, let, let, let's let's know what we're dealing with. You're dealing with about almost 500 people in this bubble. So to get 500 people on the same page, that's challenging in in itself for everybody to follow protocols and things like that. So 
it 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 takes one person to be disobedient and for this whole thing to just um you know shut down completely but now you're saying that it doesn't necessarily have to be a player you're no, you're saying just it saying have to be somebody anybody in the bubble messing up i'm not talking about players specifically i'm saying that if you're in i'm not yep. worried of, if anybody in the bubble player staff reporter family member etc if everybody does exactly what they're supposed to do i'm still mm-hmm. concerned about it happening mm-hmm. about somebody Agreed. catching it i'm still concerned about it and because right. i'm still concerned about it i don't know that this is the time for it mm-hmm. and 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 i'm and i'm i guess i'm saying to that point you're concerned you're still concerned despite that because again you're dealing you're dealing with multiple personalities you're dealing with a lot of people that have to follow the same protocol right but you're, and what i'm it, saying and, but, and, I, and i hate to keep cutting you off but I, but you're missing my point i'm saying that it's not for me my concern is not solely based on what people do if everybody it's, does, it's what who does. it's what what does it's what I'm not concerned. I'm concerned about what this virus does. This virus is unpredictable. Just because you're in a bubble doesn't mean you're safe okay. from this virus. So you're saying, saying. So you're saying this. So you're saying this virus can travel. Is what you're saying. You're saying it can, it can it can travel without someone possessing it and bringing it someplace. That's what I believe. I don't know that to be true. I, I don't. Okay. I, I don't have all the information, but I'm confident that they don't have all the information either. So. Okay. I feel like until we got a better idea of what happens and how this thing works, we shouldn't be playing okay. sports. So through so through air, you have a belief that this thing can just spread through air without anybody contracting it, anybody it bringing it. I think it's possible. Okay. Okay. And I've heard people say that it's airborne. I've heard other people say it's not airborne. So we okay. don't have, a, you know, and and I so get it's, it. so it's conflicting information, and I get which it, and I get it. It's, it's a always game of telephone, the case. right? I, that's always the case, exactly. So I get that it's a game of telephone. I just, I'm just saying, for me personally, I mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable with people playing sports. I get it, y'all. You you've made the best precautions you can make in order for it to happen, and I'm even going to watch when I feel the the urge to watch a game. I'm just saying that I don't feel comfortable with it, and if it was my choice, everybody mm-hmm. would still be sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yeah, and you have players made their choice. Um, sure. you, you got players in the NFL, you know, opting out. Uh, players in the NBA have done the same thing, and really all across all sports. Um, like you just you just had um the Mets best one of the Mets best players just up and leave without telling the team that he was leaving. Yeah. Just a few days ago, so I, I I totally get you know people's concerns, uh, you know fans like yourself that you know care about the well being of players, you know more than um, more than anything else. I care about the well being of of shit getting back to normal. That's what I care about, and and that's not to say right. I don't care. My my agenda is how mm-hmm. can we be safe and go back to normalcy, and if the and if all I keep hearing is that mm-hmm. the way to normalcy is, uh, you know, social distancing, quarantining, staying in the house when you can. And um, this doesn't seem like a stay in the house when you can situation. It's not essential. It's or or in the in the views of many others, sports is not essential. Sports is not essential. 
and I and I agree with that statement. It's 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 really not essential, but the but money talks. Yeah, we yeah. Here, here we are. Here we are. The money talks. Um, and I and again, I will admit the NBA, what they're doing, it looks great right now. And I and I hope I hope for at least the rest of their season that it stays that way. I don't want nobody catching anything. I don't want this thing to, you know, go off the rails. If it does, then so be it. They got to do what they got to do. And the same thing with baseball. If they end up shutting the season down, then so be it. Y'all got to do what y'all got to do. Yeah, Um, but I, I would, I don't want to. I told you so. Moment. I want this shit to get dealt with, so we can cut back to normal. And if that means we got to wait six more months or a year or more, and I get that, I get that. That's you know the implications that come with that or the consequences that come with that. But mm-hmm. if that's what we need to come back to normalcy, we'll recover like we always do when we, when when in crisis. But let's. This is being rushed. I feel. I just. I just feel like this is being rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, in other news, short news, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is officially a part owner of the XFL. Congratulations to him. Um, the J. Cole is a rumor going around that J. Cole is um, trying out for the Pistons. Yeah. Um, I don't. Mm. I don't know if it's true or not, but. Uh, if he gets a workout, good for him. He don't want to rap no more. And if he can get on a team at 33, I want to say his age is, just mm-hmm. shooting, which I doubt. But if he gets, sure, get a workout, get an opportunity to prove himself. I don't know mm-hmm. how old Master P was when he got his opportunity to uh, play in a couple of preseason games. But um, if he Man, that's work, funny. I was, just, I, I, was just, I was just checking out that uh, documentary. Um, when, when did that thing come on? I think it came on Back Sunday. Wednesday. Oh, the No Limit Joint. You talking about the No Limit? The No Limit Joint. I yeah. I haven't even watched it. I gotta. Um, I gotta catch up because I forgot all about it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that stuff. Some week. good stuff, man. Some good stuff, man. Yeah. Got to play catch up on that. But um, hey, I, I want to get my thoughts on this rock thing. Um, with the XFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, look, I'm all about you know your money. You know, scared money don't make money. I'm all for that. XFL has not had a very, you know, good history lately. Well, you know, probably due to the uh, virus. And COVID. Yeah, COVID has something to do with it, at least this year. At least this year has something to do with it. Um, I'm I'm just kind of going back in history. You know, it, it failed once. You know, they tried, and I get this was a, a different sport, but the AAF tried to do the same thing and that fell apart before they even get to a playoff situation. Um, the XFL and, and people have talked bad about the XFL. I thought the XFL did a really great job before the shutdown. I, I really, I really thought they did. Um, and again, I'm just going about a history of it. That's a lot of money to be investing into the league. Um, you know, shout out to the rock for, you know, putting his bag out there for that situation. I just hope it worked out for him. Yep, one hundred percent. Are you familiar with the uh, TCU situation? Uh, I'm not. Well, so what's going on okay. with TCU? So, in short, uh, TCU coach Gary Patterson is um, in some limbo for allegedly calling um, a player named Dylan Jordan, calling him a nigger. 
Um, now, as the story progresses, they said that it wasn't that Dylan Jordan. Some teammates came to the coach's defense and said that he didn't call Dylan Jordan a nigga. He, he just he said the word nigga. And mm-hmm. Dylan Jordan came out and said, yeah, you know, that's what happened. He didn't call me nigga, but he did say nigga, um, using it in context, basically saying that um, – Dylan Jordan uses the word nigga in meetings, and he was telling him, uh, in, you know, in some form of fashion. Uh, yeah. However, uh, Gary Patterson was telling the story. He used the word nigger in context telling the story. Um, and he's in limbo for that, which he should, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, For the life of me, um, the fact that we still, uh, these types of stories still surface, where you thought that it was okay for you to say nigga, even in context, even if you weren't saying it to someone, the fact that you thought that you could say that and it'd be cool and it not be leaked, and it, it's just like, come on, bro. Like, it's, it's just like, and, and you know what? Even if you were saying it in context, uh, Gary Patterson should be fired. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of reading through some of this stuff now. I, I got a headline up here where he says he... Um, apologize for repeating the racial slur. Um, the apologizing is, is not enough. Um, not in this situation. Not in this climate. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I was. I'm sorry. And it's just again. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like we, you, are, are you not aware of what's going on in the world? Are you not? I and, and, and forget it. If it was never, ha- if none of this was not happening in the world right now. Like, come on, bro. How many times do we got to go down this road? How many how many examples do you need to see of where white white people saying that word is just not going to work for you and that it's not going to work for you in your favor? No matter what the context is, no matter what the context is, what the situation is, the only time it works is when you're doing something on TV and movies. It is the only time it works is you can't say the word. You just can't say the word. And it's like, my guy, my damn. Why? Why do we got to keep reporting this? Why do we have to keep? Why do these stories have to keep popping up? Like how ignorant or how arrogant does you do you have to be for this to keep happening? So he should lose his job, um, which I don't believe he will, but he should. Um, I believe the players um, at some point should send a message. And whether that's you boycott a game or two, you kneel, you you know, you sit or whatever. I, I think the students um, should all and I'm not just talking to black students. I'm talking white students as well. Allies, whoever. They all need to send a message to this guy and to this university, because if this university has its mind made up about keeping this guy around, then they're just as guilty as Gary Patterson is. I would I would boycott. I would kneel. I would send a message if I'm every one of those students on that football team that we're not going to tolerate this. Yeah. And and, and there's there are reports of students skipping practices and um, players speaking out against him saying it out of context that way. Um, but, yeah, TCU is going to have to do something. And I understand that um, Gary Patterson is a successful college coach and uh, he's been coached uh, – he's won coaching awards in his time. Mm-hmm. He's been there since, like, 2000, I think. Um, yeah, 20 years. Yeah. I just read that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I get it. You're an accomplished coach. But it's like, dude, that means you know. It's just like, for me, that just says to me more, you understand 
with this calamity is you've coached black players at least for at least 20 years. Um, yep. Have you been saying this all along or, or was this an isolated incident? And it's like, if it's an isolated incident, it's like, dog, it, you too, you've been here too long to be this stupid and you should pay the, you, you should pay the price for your ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Patterson, he's, he's got to go, man. And, and this goes for any university. If, if y'all really about this change, like, you know, the NBA is major league baseball, um, you know, Roger Goodell, if he, you know, if he genuinely means it, if, if you're about this movement, then y'all just going to have to employ some kind of cancel culture at some point. Like these coaches getting away with this stuff for years and years. And this might not be the only incident, Maestro. He's been there 20 years. Yeah. Who knows if he said the word nigga at any other time during his coaching career. Yeah, all I'm and, saying and, is if Nick Cannon can get fired the day of or the day after for his comments, which was uh, an opinion that was uh, being called, or even if it was an ignorant opinion being anti-Semitic, um, mm-hmm. if he can be fired the day of or the, or the very next day, then I don't see what, what's taking so long with Gary Patterson being being fired. I don't see what's taking so long. Yeah, no, nah, I, I hear you, man. He needs to be fired. He should have been fired yesterday. I, I hear you. Hey, I, I know this is off topic. I, I wanted to get your quick opinion about this since you brought up Nick Cannon. So I'm on Instagram and I see a post from Kevin Hart who posted a picture of him on the Ellen show. Mm-hmm. Now, you you aware of the situation that's going on with Ellen? Um, In short, uh people have come out old staff members have come out to speak about um how other staff members i didn't even recognize that they were speaking about ellen mistreating staff i thought they were talking about staff members of the show mistreating mm-hmm. black staff members of the show um and uh if i'm or right, let me ask you am i correct in that yes you are because okay. i i interpreted the same thing that it was ellen mistreating people on the staff and not staff treating other staff uh so well okay so, so I, I, yeah i had it that ellen wasn't doing anything it was the staff members of her show treating other that's how i read it it was so got you. I, I didn't know that ellen was guilty of anything okay yeah got you so kevin hart posted this picture of him and ellen while he was on ellen's show on his ig And he's basically and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he's basically sticking up for Ellen and, you know, asking for, you know, all the hate to stop and all the, you know, all the negativity towards her to just kind of end soon. And, you know, and so Katz is getting on Kevin Hart because they're saying, hey, you sticking up for Ellen, but how come you're not sticking up on social media for Nick Cannon? And, you know, those two got a pretty good history with one another. Um, he's been on Wildin' Out numerous times. Um, to my understanding, this is per Kevin Hart. Nick Cannon's been to his crib, you know, plenty of, t- plenty of times. And I, I, I don't know. And, and Kevin Hart addressed it, too. He, he did a video and he said, look, man, just because, you know, I didn't stick up for Nick Cannon publicly doesn't mean I didn't do it. And he, and I and I think he's right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, g- could he have done it? Sure, he could have done it, but I mean, it's his choice whether he wants to stick up for him in public or not. I get that perception's reality, but Kevin Hart could do whatever the hell he wants. Um, yeah, I mean, but I'd be lying if I didn't say 
uh, I would have liked to him. I would have liked for him to publicly, um, you mm-hmm. know, say something about Nick Cannon. And um, yep. but uh, I, I'd also be naive to not think that him speaking, sticking up for Nick Cannon, could possibly uh, peg him as being anti-Semitic. One and two. Uh, mm. business relationships that maybe he don't want to be tampered with. So that's true. Um, that's true. So I, I don't. I'll say this. I Protecting hope, the bag. Well, not even that. I'll say this. I hope that whatever. Um, I'll hope he. I hope that he. If he didn't do it publicly, I understand. But I certainly do hope that he did it privately. That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Um, yeah. As far as Ellen DeGeneres. Um, It depends on what he feels like happened, or it depends on what what the actual story is. If he's mm-hmm. if she's being if she herself is personally being accused of mistreating black people, and he's standing up for her, saying, um, you know, that's because uh, you know, speaking about her experience, because she's not the he's not the only person that spoke out for her. It was another uh, white person who spoke out for her, and I can't remember who it is right off the top of my head, hmm. but. Um, okay. I, I kind of thought that was weird. Like, like you know, why y'all sticking up for her and she ain't do nothing again? And that was just to my how I thought I read the article. If she's right. mistreat, allegedly mistreating black people, then uh, we need to get the facts or the the best version of the facts that we can to see if that's what she's doing before we coming out and speaking out. Um, I I'll say this: if Kevin Hart and his heart believes that she didn't do anything wrong, then he should he should be able to do that. But mm-hmm. if it comes out that she did do something wrong, I would fully expect him to come out and say, look, yeah. um, you know. He, he got to recant did, that. Right. Or this is what she yeah. did. I don't condone that. Um, even if he is still on her side and support, you know, and says, you know, I want to help her and all that. Okay, fine. But you do need to come back and say, hey, look, I was wrong. She did some foul shit and I don't mm. condone it. You know, so it's, it's yeah. really at the end of the day, it's always just about communication. Um, once you go public, I, I think it's just about commu- properly communicating. And obviously some people are going to misconstrue it, even when you think you've done your best job of clearly communicating. But um, mm-hmm. you're, I think you're at least owed that as a public figure. If, if you come out and do something public, and you're wrong about it, you owe that public explanation, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't have a problem with that stance. Um again, I'm I'm just kind of at the point to where if Kevin Hart wants to publicly, you know, defend the canon or do it in privately, he has every right to do that. Um I don't have a problem with your point in saying that you want to you would have liked for him to do so just you know just to kind of yeah, you know oh, safe face yeah but yeah, I ain't yeah. I get you I yeah. I get you I get you I mean I I think this thing could go you know both ways I don't think Kevin Wright has uh Kevin Hart is uh you know right or wrong in the situation I just think he, he I thought he did what he felt uh was necessary to do at that time I mean and even dealing with Ellen he if he felt like he needed to um, say something on IG about Ellen, then, you know, that's what he had to do. And it could be to your point, business ties, uh, sponsors, you know, business deals. You, you, you just never know the connections these or celebrities the fear, have. Or the fear as the fear of being pegged as anti-Semitic. Yep. You yep. Know? And, you know, like, like I said, yeah. I mean, I, 
I've been, yeah, I mean, I've been on, you know, I've been on a little, or I, let's say I was on a little journey of understanding what anti-Semitism is, and that, you know, and and you know, coming out of it, I feel a little more. I'm a little more understanding of what's considered as anti-Semitic. So now that I have an right. understanding of what I believe it to be, um, you know, I can move. I can move differently. So you know, just right. It just is what it is. Right. So. The one celebrity that I see, the one white celebrity that I saw just on Twitter just now defend Ellen was Katy Perry. Katy Perry, yeah, that's who it was. It was? Okay. That's who I read, yep. Okay, yeah. Um, So moving on, um, there are, you know, with the NBA and all that starting up last week, and uh, we saw not, not just the NBA but sports. Um, a lot of people kneeling and, uh, you know, supporting Black Lives Matter and the uh, the lifestyle that we are trying to promote as far as being equal amongst uh, our other counterparts in the world. Um, in, the, mm-hmm. in the latest news, uh, Myers Leonard of the uh, Miami Heat and Jonathan Isaacs mm-hmm. of the Orlando Ma- Magic chose to stand uh, while the other uh, player teammates kneeled, uh, Myers Leonard's uh, statement specifically was, "I understand that kneeling during the anthem is not about the flag and the military, but to me, it is. Based upon real life experience and real raw emotion that I've had in my life, that is what that means to me," said Leonard, who was wearing a who was wearing military style boots back. This I guess that's what he was wearing when they asked him. He added, yeah. "I'm hopeful that people don't think." I'm hopeful that people that don't know me can either learn or ask. I did in my heart what was right to me. Um, Eric Spolstra's added a comment, said that Leonard had the support of the locker room. His quote goes, everybody knows where his heart is, and he's fully behind this Black Lives Matter movement, just like everybody else in our organization and in mm-hmm. this association. Um... I also want to add, not necessarily to Myers Leonard's, but to Jonathan Isaac's uh, um, standing, I heard a rumor that his jersey sales mm-hmm. uh, have gone up 400, 300%, 400% since not kneeling for the uh, kneeling at the national anthem. Jonathan um, Isaac's Jonathan jersey? Jonathan Isaac's jerseys have uh, increased in sales. Since um, him, since he didn't kneel for the national anthem, that's what I read. And that I'm the Orlando sure Magic, sure. right? Yeah, he plays for the Magic, bro. That's correct. Right? Hmm. Okay. Not, not that sure. there's no, uh, not that there's no connotation between the team and where they're bubbled at. I'm not trying to make that um, no, no, connection no, no. there. The, the 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 uh, what was what was? I mean, I, I think the intent of the story was. Is that white people were buying his jerseys, or people who, of course. who who don't support? I ain't gonna say white people, people mm-hmm. who don't support support the Black Lives Movement bought mm-hmm. his jersey. That's that. Of course, was, that was the intent of the article. Of um, course. So, uh, your your thoughts on Myers Leonard? Yeah, I, I didn't know about Myers Leonard. I knew about Jonathan Isaacs, and unfortunately, he tore his ACL. Yeah. In a game, uh, you know, a few days I, ago, I did see that. and a, a lot of folks on social media were kind of having fun with it. Like, up, oh, he he didn't take a knee, so God took his knee for him. Like, 
all right, crazy. I, 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 like, I, I, y'all, yeah, like, uh, come on, come on, yeah. come on, y'all, come on. The man tore, the man career could be over. Like his playing career could be over if you know things don't go right. I mean, we see what happened with Alex Smith. They mm-hmm. thought they did the first surgery, and then he ended up getting seventeen additional surgeries. Well, we we though, don't, even though he in a quarterback competition, not for nothing. It's sure, sure, but. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to Jonathan Isaacs' future right now. All we're just doing right now is just hoping for the best that, you know, this guy, you know, gets healthy, you know, sit a year off and then, you know, get back in the gym real soon. Um, but these guys, and in particular Myers Leonard, um, I'm, I'm just kind of tired of, you know, the, the explanations, right? You know, and we, we, we talked about the Giants, the San Francisco Giants player that stood last week. Mm-hmm. And and I forget about somebody else. But, I mean, th- these guys just don't have to explain themselves. It's like, look, if you guys want to do it, then go ahead and do it. If you want to stand for the anthem, then go ahead and stand for the anthem. I just hate it when people justify their reasons for doing it and the reasons are so silly that it, it just puts a bigger bullseye on your back mm. than if you just said nothing at all just if you if you don't want to kneel don't kneel you're gonna right. stand stand right no you you get no smoke from me well, but if you, you try to just and i'm sorry to cut you off but you do understand that there is a this is a hotbed hotbed subject so if, of course. So when so the idea is, or at least the initial idea is that if you don't kneel, then you don't support black people, and if you do kneel, you do support black people. So when a person stands, mm-hmm. um, you know, much like when people kneel, a certain mm-hmm. connotation is implicated, and when those when those things are implicated, they're going to ask questions. If your entire team is kneeling in in support of Black Lives Matter. And you are the mm-hmm. only one. The question has to come. Um, of course, I just of would, course. I, I think the better for they me, don't have to answer it, and not to cut true. you off, but that's true. They don't have to answer it. That's true. They could just be like, "Look, it was a decision that I made on my own. I talked to my teammates. They, you know, and maybe they don't even need to go that far because then you just create more questions. You don't want to create more questions. You just want to give a solid answer and then just kind of move on to something that's related to the sport but they, they don't have to answer the question yeah but i do get your point that in this climate you're going to be asked about it if you're the lone wolf standing yeah i totally get that yeah yeah 100 percent um yeah because because again you can't say i understand it's not about the flag of the military and then say it is about the flag right. of the military Right, it's like, bro, it's it's even one of you saying you you saying it's not, but then saying it is all in 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 two sentences. So it's just mm-hmm. like for me, it's like it's just like tell me tell me what's real, tell me what's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and right, right, and you're gonna. Hey, I want to give you the scenario. Sure, I want I want to I want to I'm gonna ask a question here. I want to give you the scenario. Uh, an athlete decides he's gonna stand for the anthem. His other teammates they take a knee. Let's say. This guy, he comes out in the media. He says, yes, it was my decision to uh, stand for the anthem. Um, And then this guy goes out the next day and let's say this guy donates a million dollars to HBCUs or other African-American programs that help with the uplifting of black people in this country. 
country. Mm-hmm. He puts his mouth where his money is, you know, puts actions in place um, after that. Uh, is, is he getting killed in the media in the, at the same level as he would if he just, you know, gave a silly excuse? I would hope not um, because it's not a – look, the kneeling is about awareness. That's, that yes. is the goal yes. of kneeling. It is about awareness. Um, yes. I will say this. If you could donate a million dollars, I don't understand what the big deal is about kneeling. Um, why not show support? Why not? Why not be show awareness? Why not show awareness? I don't understand. Um, you know, he said uh, Isaac's quote when asked about it, um, and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. was basically, you know, kneeling and shirts and all those things don't solve the issue. And he's yeah. right. It doesn't. That, those things don't solve the issue. But they do bring awareness to the issues. That's why we're mm-hmm. doing it. We want to bring awareness, and we want to continue to bring awareness. Um, so if you are about um, Black Lives Matter, if you agree with Black Lives Matter and you want to help bring awareness to that, then you kneel. Um, and, 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 again, you don't have to. I'm just saying that it, it, it looks better as a united front. Of course. It just looks better. And if you agree with what – if you agree with those terminologies, why not be a united front about it? And then and then come out and say in your interviews, whenever you get interviewed, that, hey, look, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is all cute and all, but kneeling and shirts and all those things don't get the job done. So I am in turn going to help mm-hmm. by donating a million dollars. I'm not saying that's what Jonathan Isaac said. I'm just saying that. Mm-hmm. In that situation, if you got a million dollars, if you got twenty thousand dollars to spare, mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, I'm I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Um, but I do. But if you want to do that, you might as well just kneel. Uh, you might as well just do both. In my opinion, you might as well just do both. I don't see what the big deal is. Mm-hmm. I well, don't. I think I, I, I think part of it is, is that I think deep down in their mind, they know the reason for them to not be on a united front is silly, but maybe smart enough to know, okay, I'm not going to convey that to the public. I'm just going to, you know, do my thing um, charity wise and give to the black community and, you know, show my actions through that point. Yeah, and that's okay, by the way, I, I just, mm-hmm. me, me, maestro, I don't understand that that logic like it's it's a simple gesture and i'm not saying that kneeling is a very very simple gesture for a cause that you believe in that's a very simple gesture i don't think that's a big i agree i i agree i agree i I just wish that athletes that do not kneel just don't give the silly explanation just you know own up that you you didn't want to join on united front make the situation don't make yourself look any worse than you already look yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Jonathan Isaacs looks crazy. I mean, it's, uh, you know, he looks crazy. He, he just did. Mm-hmm. Myers Leonard, though he a white man, he looks crazy. It, it just it just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was unfortunate that happened to him, though. For, for, you don't want to wish that on nobody for certain. I don't care, you know, what you know, what the guy did, you know, prior to that. Yeah. Like, you, you just don't wish that on nobody. I hope he gets, you know, well soon off of that. But man, I don't know how much uh, NBA you've been watching. I know you're, you know, you're on the front of just it's not a good idea that these players play. Um, I, I, w- I was just hoping to get into some, you know, what we thought about, 
you know, how these guys look on the court and everything like um, that. Um, well, I, I can I can offer a few points, but I'll, I'll admit that I haven't been watching a whole bunch of basketball. Um, specifically, the Washington Wizards stink. Um, I, 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 you know, that's my team, so I feel the nerd. Now, the, Bill's not there, right? Bill is not there. Um, and uh, I, okay. I, somebody else missing, too. But, um uh, but Bill is not there, and you know we we all know that the Wizards will go as he goes. So yep. it, it just kind of looks it just kind of looks like we're out of our league playing basketball. Um, I did watch the Lakers look like uh, the Lakers played the Clippers last Thursday. I want to say, and I, I yes. did catch that uh, you know some of that game. And and, and let's be clear, uh, the Lakers look like look like the Lakers and, and and they just clinched the number one seed today. If I'm not mistaken, they, uh, they, they look like the number one seed. Um, and in, in addition to that though, and I'll, I'll kind of rephrase your statement. Um, everybody looks like everybody, like it, it doesn't seem like teams have, um, you know, taken a step back. I mean, cats is still scoring. There's still a lack of defense being played in these games. Like I was watching, Watching the was it the Rockets and the Mavericks the Friday night, and they tied either they tied or they broke the record for most points in a half, yeah. or like 160 points or something crazy like that. So, um, so these teams are actually um, are who they are. Um, I, I don't see much difference with the exception of maybe Brooklyn, and that's due to you know guys opting out, guys testing positive. Um, you know, they really don't have all their horses, mm-hmm. um, you know, to really go, you know, make some noise. But um, I'm, I'm sure in those guys' heads, they, they just want to get these eight games over with and just, you know, get a, get, get a jump out of the way to leave the bubble. Because that's, that's exactly what's going to happen to the Brooklyn Nets once they, you know, get into these playoffs. They're they going to get swept. Well, I definitely want to highlight the, uh, the guys who look like they're doing, putting in the most work. Anthony Davis is putting in work. Um, James mm-hmm. Harden is being James Harden um, on on his front. Um, yeah. But I want to point this Bo Bo, who I wish the Wizards would have drafted. Um, man, Bo that's Bo, the guy with this. Is that the guy with the Celtics? No, or am I thinking about uh, about Taco? Fall, oh, that's Taco. But, that's Taco. But, okay, yeah. Uh, Bo Bo is Manute Bo's son, who played. Yeah, I know the, that. Yeah, um, but he's playing with the Nuggets. And oh, okay. um, he's blocking shots. He's he's handling the ball. He's shooting three pointers. He's uh, him and him and uh, Nikola uh, Nikola Jokic playing Jokic. off each other. Yep, the Joker. Man, yep, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be something to see if they if they keep both of them together along with that backcourt. Um, mm-hmm. This 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 is gonna be interesting to say the least. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, LeBron, yeah, and. and Look, is LeBron your MVP this year? No. No? Okay. Yeah, more Anthony Davis, right? (laughs) Anthony Davis, and I've been in conversations with people about this, and I I, I totally understand why LeBron is getting all the notoriety, and it's obviously he's LeBron James. Some people still consider him to be the best in the game. Um, Yeah, I got to take a look at Anthony Davis' stats right now. Um, they're slightly better than LeBron's stats right now, minus the assists numbers. Um, everything else, I mean, from block shots per game, points per game, rebounds, Anthony Davis is, you know, doing his thing. And between 
a few months ago and now there is no drop off with Anthony Davis. Okay. That dude looks like he is locked in, uh, ready to go when these playoffs get rolling. It's going to be fun watching these guys, you know, do their thing. And I got to give a, I got to give another shout out. Um, TJ Warren yeah. uh, of the Pacers dropped 50 53. points on uh, on the, 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, on the Sixers. And I, I know that's a team that you're not very uh, fond of, you know, with the way they're constructed right now. Um, but um, but yeah, shout out to that dude, man. Uh, yeah. he, he did his thing that night. I, don't know, um, I didn't know nothing of him. Until, I mean, I knew I knew he existed, but I don't know. I didn't know anything of him. So for him to put up 53 the other night. Uh, yeah. yeah. Much respect. Respect. No doubt. No doubt. And I guess as far as this eighth seed for the West, um, I understand everybody's talking about getting Zion to the playoffs. I understand that, you know, the Grizzlies, you know, have done their thing throughout the season up until the shutdown. Uh, we get that the Blazers have got healthy. They got Nurkic back. And, you know, with him and Melo and Dame and CJ all playing together for Dame? the first time. Oh, Dame playing? I, th- I think he is. I thought that, no, Dame, I don't think Dame playing. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure we reported that Dame opt out, opted out, opted out of playing. I'm now. Now you got. Me. I'm about to find out right now. But I was pretty sure. Oh that snap! He, I was pretty sure that Dame Lillard was not playing. Oh, okay. I mean, you might be right, but I. It's it's crazy because I, I caught a glimpse of a Blazers game and I thought I saw him on the court. Okay. Well, I I, I would love to be corrected. I would love to be corrected. Um, I'm trying to trying to find a way to figure it out though. Damian Lillard stats maybe. I don't know. It says he's here. He did, he there right? Yeah, it says he's here. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. That's right. that. I I, I, I thought I thought I saw him. I, I thought I saw him. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. All right. I I thought I saw him though. Um, let me let me give a, a quick shout out first, man. Um, the chat room we got Mocha Bella repping the X Squad, and uh, we also got Doc Bell, aka the Angry Black Man, up here in the building. Appreciate everybody in the chat. But the thing I was gonna get to in regards to that eighth seed. So everybody's talking about the Pelicans, the Blazers, the Grizzlies, and niggas is sleeping on the San Antonio Spurs. They've won two games since this bubble, you know, got back up and they're already like in striking distance of that a spot. Um, The Pelicans lost a couple games. I know they won last night. Um, The Grizzlies, you know, dropped a couple of games. Uh, The Blazers, while they look good, um, they just haven't been defending enough to, you know, pull out some victories. So you got those teams and even the Kings is in that mix also, but they, they haven't won any games. And when you look at that bottom part of the West, the one team that sticks out right now in this first week of the bubble is the Spurs. It's like we it's like we slept on the Spurs. <laughs> um, look, uh, well, I'll tell you why. For me, um, mm-hmm. I'm sleep on the Spurs. Um, let's say they make the AFC. Um, oh, they they deal home. I mean. There's no, yeah, there's no yeah. debate. And they're being swept. There's no debate there. And they're being, they're yeah. being, and they're being swept. 
I'm yeah, not, there's no debate there. And but they're being swept because there is nobody on that team that can steal them a game. There's nobody on that. So when so I'm sleep and I, I'm I'm definitely sleep on the Spurs. Whereas you, if you talk about the you don't the, think you don't think Coach Pop can get one. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay. And it's not his fault, but I don't. Okay. It's, it's, I, I, I'm I'm gonna go on a limb. I think Coach Pop can get him one. Yeah, if that if that if that series happens, yeah, I don't think he'll get them one. I I, I just don't. Um, okay, I think they'll be swept. I think I think the other teams in the pool, um, ideally the Memphis Grizzlies or the Pelicans, got a better shot at making a, a more interesting series than um, than mm-hmm. the Blazers. Or I mean, I'd even give the Blazers a, ch- a better chance of getting a game. I'm high on the Grizzlies. Winning at least one game in a series against the Lakers, I'm I'm high on them to do that. And then I I'm not know about that because you know Jaron Jackson um is out for the year. He is. Yeah. He just wow. He just played just what yesterday? Happened. Just got reported today. Wow. What what was the injury? Um. Let me let me wow. Let me find it for you because he was because he because he was balling. Yeah, I know. Jaron Jackson done for the season, suffering that's a meniscus, crazy. Suffering a meniscus tear. A, men, a meniscus tear. That is crazy. Damn. Damn, yo. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the Grizzlies now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. I mean, they lost two games with Jaron Jackson in the lineup, but now that he's not there. Yeah, I, I I I don't know. Um, I I don't know for some reason, and I I I do I do want the Blazers to get that eighth spot. Just kind of you know with the information you're telling me now, I I, I kind of want to get the Blazers you know to get that eighth spot because I, I I think I think Melo could show out in a couple of playoff games against the Lakers. You know they they might could you know make some noise, but I'm 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 not sleeping on San Antonio to get that eighth spot. And you and I agree. Once they get there, they it they they going sense. right out. They they going right out the bubble. So yeah, you know. Yeah. So there, there's nothing to talk, there's nothing to discuss there. Yeah. And see, I don't want to. I don't want. I'm not interested in watching sweeps. I, I want to. You know. So give me somebody that got actually got a shot of winning the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Mm-hmm. Have Have you watched? Um, any Bucks games since this uh, restart? Um, no, I saw I saw um, I saw your boy Greek Freak trying to sun trying to sun Harden the other on a rebound. Yeah, yeah, that's the game I watched the other day, and I gotta tell you, man, um, if Eric Bledsoe when I and I get he's I guess he's trying to heal from an injury or something like that, but if they don't got Eric Bledsoe, um, they they not making the finals. In the East, because mm-hmm. the, the, the one thing that I noticed in particularly that game, I watched the last maybe three minutes of that basketball game and there should be no explicable reason as to why Chris Middleton is bringing the ball up the floor. Mm-hmm. That, that, that there's just absolutely no reason that that should happen. And if that continues, and if that's a trend, and even and even Greek Freak to a certain point, I get he has the ability to play the point, but I just think that he's more valuable at what he does at the four. He he's more valuable there than he is, you know, playing the one. So if you don't got a true ball handler that can bring the ball up the court, you know, the way Eric Bledsoe has done for this particular team. I, I don't see how these guys are getting out the Eastern Conference because you you can't have 
turnovers late in games by your, you know, by your bigs and blow leads and think you're going to get somewhere. So if not them, then who? I mean, you got to look at the Celtics as much as I hate to say it. Um, Tatum is... Tatum's yeah. balling, and and so is Jalen Brown. And I've heard somebody, I've heard the conversations about, you know, the Raptors and Van Vliet. Van Fleet had a career game last night, and this is the Raptors look good. Raptors look good. Good enough to go to the I, finals. Um, no. Um, my my stance still is is that their ceiling is the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, for the Raptors. Um, nothing. Uh, you know, nothing about Kyle Lowry dropping thirty the other day. Uh, is going to change my mind about Van Vliet did the other night is going to change my mind about that. I think this team's ceiling is still in the conference finals in the East. But you got to look at Boston and Tatum is a guy that I think has the ability to take over a game when it needs to be taken over. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at the Heat and, you know, I really don't give the Heat really that much of a chance, but if it's one thing they do have, they got a nigga that ain't scared to get a bucket, you know, yeah. ain't scared to, you know, get in niggas' faces. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and, and you and I know, you know, the Sixers, they just don't got the shooting. And this whole thing about putting Ben Simmons at the four, I, I don't know how much longer that's going to, you know, stand. But they, they can't let that ride into the playoffs if they think they're going to get somewhere. And he's still scared to shoot. Mm. Still scared to shoot, huh? <laughs> ben Simmons still scared to shoot. Oh yeah, I, I thought he was taking more attempts. Sure, but I, I, in my opinion, and I don't know all the the inner workings of the Sixers team, I feel like he was mm-hmm. moved to the six so he could be closer to the basket because he's scared to shoot. Yeah, yeah, but that's that that's I not think. the way that team's built. Yeah, yeah, he he no nah, he he he's the he's the ball carrier. Like you, you you can't take the ball out that guy's hands. He he can do so much. With the basketball in his hands, he can set up Embiid. He can set up the other guys. He can get his, you know, he can take it to the basket. He can slash. He, you, 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 you can't. That can shoot. Yeah, they they need a guy that can down, you know, consistently, and they just don't have that. So, um, your your thoughts your thoughts on the East as it stands right now? Um, look, uh, I, I tend to lean on. I tend to lean towards the Celtics. Um. Again, and I uh, again, I don't pretend to have watched a whole lot of basketball. I, I'm just, but what from what I've seen, um, mm-hmm. Tatum looking like that dude right now is Tatum. Mm-hmm. That's who's looking, mm-hmm. looking like that guy right now. Um, yep. The team is looking like, you know, they 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 will coach. They got the right. They got shooting. They got bigs. They got they got the things that they need to put together a championship run. <sighs> I disagree about the bigs part. I don't. I don't know that they got bigs like the like the way Toronto's got bigs. I don't know that Celtics have that. They might got one big, and that might be the white boy that come off the bench for them. I forgot the guy's name. I don't know if he's getting playing time. That's the thing. I haven't. I haven't seen him get play time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that that could change. That that could change. I mean, Stevens might decide, hey, this guy needs to get some time. But as it stands right now, he, he's not getting no playing time. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, as far as I, I agree with you, everything else about the Celtics, but as far as bigs go, and that's probably going to be their biggest um, downfall. Them being the Celtics is that if they gotta go up against one of the, those two teams, stuff to you know, shut them down. Well, I don't want to say shut them down, but to, you know, hold them down enough, then that could, that could be a problem for the Celtics, mm-hmm. but they got, but they got Jason Tatum and, and, and Jalen Brown is coming along too, man. Don't, don't sleep on that cat. Who you say? Uh, Jalen Brown. I, I, I think Jalen Brown is, is he, he's coming along really well, man. He, he's, he's playing some good basketball too. Um, and, and Kemba Walker, I, I don't want to leave Kemba Walker out cause he's, um, you know, getting a little bit of playing time. They're watching his minutes. I think as the playoffs start, I think he's going to get more minutes. So then I'm looking at, right, I'm, oh, as far as and, and that's another guy that, I mean, what's Ross are you looking at? The Celtics? Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Enos Cantor is who you left out. Um, okay, yeah, Enos, Enos, Enos can't. He doesn't Enos. defend very well, though. That's um, the thing about him. He, he don't defend very well. Mm. Historically, he he Historically, just like yeah. in, when he when when he's in you when he was with uh, when he who was we with uh, the Knicks uh, uh, when he was with us he he couldn't defend. Okay. And certainly with uh, and certainly with Portland, um, he 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 wasn't that like shutdown guy. Well. You don't need him to be a shutdown guy. You just need him to defend a little. I mean, I get what you're saying. I would just, um, but we know he's capable of scoring. Um, I don't know how you feel about Robert Williams, who plays the five sometimes. He's not a traditional five, but okay. um, but you know, but he does play the five. I, I, I'm a little more confident in that. Uh, obviously, they they're not the strong suit of the team offensively, but I, I do believe that they have capable guys. I think this. Mm-hmm. Is, I, I think they have guys that can defend, like perimeter guys that I'm can. About, but I'm talking you specifically. Know, I'm talking about specifically the rim because you was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rebutting my point that there were uh, of them having the bigs. I think they have enough big. I know. I think they have enough size in the Eastern Conference to get it done. Mm, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I still kind of disagree there. Okay. I mean, if we're just if if we're if we're just talking around the rim. I mean, Toronto's got three guys that could do that. Um, Milwaukee's got two or three guys that could do that. With the Celtics, you're talking maybe one one in a possible. I mean, Thies can. I think Thies can do that. Um, Enos Cantor, he's just you know off so so. And I gotta, I still gotta see this Robert Williams guy. Is that is that Maestro? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, now I was I was asking Robert Williams. Was that the guy you was mentioning earlier? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I, I gotta see, I gotta see what he can do. I haven't watched him consistently, but, um, but I, I think if the Celtics are gonna win the East, um, it's gonna be on the arms of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't, no, no disagreement there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you got any thoughts about the West or the, just same old? It's the Lakers or nothing else, show, right? The LA show. I mean, the only yeah. people. Only people that are looking like they got a shot is the Clippers. Mm-hmm. It's those two teams, right? Them two teams in my book. I mean, I look. I get it. James Harden is that guy offensively. I get it. 
I mean, look, hell, I seen them strip. I seen them strip uh, Greek Freak the other day and was, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I was a little yeah. shocked there to see he play. You know that he would even pickpocket somebody. That's show he playing yeah. a little bit of defense. But, He's uh, become very underrated at defense lately, though. Um, I don't think so. I think he's just taking his opportunities. I I, I applaud that he's trying to do better, but I the effort. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I applaud mm-hmm. that he's trying this now, but I wouldn't say he's gotten so much better. I, I you know, he's just putting it, putting the necessary effort in, um, mm. which is good. Which is good, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call him underrated yet, though. Um, but. All that to say is that nobody, yeah, nobody in the West makes me feel any kind of way. Um, uh, I mean, I would love to call the Mavericks a dark horse team. I would love to do that with the way Luka Doncic is playing, but um, mm-hmm. I don't believe them. I don't believe that team. Let me say, if if, if there's a dark horse out there, it, it's got to be OKC. If if it's a dark horse, it, it, it's it's got to be that squad. The Mavericks are better than the Thunder. Um. Okay, um, I I I think we disagree. Sure. Um, but um, you know, if if they ever meet up in the playoffs, we'll you know we'll we'll settle that score. But when it when it comes to somebody that can you know run an offense, OKC's got that. Um, when it comes to shooters, they got that. When it comes to um having a couple of guys protect the rim, they have that. So I feel like you're saying I, I feel like you're saying that. And the Mavericks do all those things. Doncic, do they do, do they defend very well though? Um, I don't think they I don't think they defend as good as no, OKC not as does. Good as OKC, but Oklahoma doesn't score as well as the Mavericks, and they don't have a they don't have a, a guy like Doncic who could take over. Sure, Doncic is legit is legit scoring like 20, 28, 29 points. With like ten, twelve rebounds, and then coming with like I don't know six, seven assists. Yeah, and and don't sleep on Chris Paul. You know, taking over a game. I mean, Chris he can he can over no games. Chris Paul can take over a game, not in the way that Luca can. Obviously, Luca's better at scoring than he is, but uh, Chris Paul can take over a game much differently. Don't I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on that. I, I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I, I I thought that the Thunder would be a lottery team. That that was my prediction sure. going into the season because I I thought that they would start off so bad that Chris Paul would have won it out of there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know they started so good and you know they're I mean they're a good team. Yeah. Like they they're not. Yeah, they're not breaking the team up at this point. So they they gonna go in the playoffs and ride with who they got to ride with. Um, but they they role players. They got some good role players, man. They have a good um, team. Yeah, Gallinari a good role player. Um, the dude that they got from uh, the Clippers, uh, Shea Gillius Alexander. That dude can shoot. Um, Dennis Schroeder can come off the bench and he can he can play the point. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think when asses get tight, it's going to be Luka Doncic, and it's not going to be nobody else on the other side. Okay. Hey, Luka got approval for me though. One hundred percent. But <laughs> if it's anybody, he's got the potential. I agree. Anybody, he's got potential, and I don't he see any. And, and and I don't believe Chris Paul. Yeah, I've seen Chris Paul do it. <laughs> when the last time you seen him do it? Huh? When the last time you seen him do it? Probably when he was with the Clippers. I mean, he, he really couldn't do it with um, the Rockets because James Harden was the dude that was doing it. He could, he could if he was looked at the guy, looked at as a guy who could do it. 
Yeah, but when you got James Harden, you don't have to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he he don't have James Harden on the OKC Thunder right now. Yeah, he's not that. So. He's not. He's just not that guy. I I don't believe he's that. And let's be clear, he's still a good point guard, a very good point guard. But yeah, yeah, but he's not that guy. He's not that guy anymore. He won't score in bunches for you, but when I mean take over a game, yeah, you're talking about he, he'll take get guys open all that. He'll but, get guys open and he'll take his shots. He'll yeah. he he will he will take those shots. I, I, in the past, I've seen this cat <laughs> do that plenty of times. But it won't well, be. But it won't be enough against if, if if it's a scoring fest. It won't be enough. And and you, and you know and you know my what's your ceiling for the Thunder. Yeah, what's your ceiling? Maybe a first round, maybe maybe past the first round. Okay, so maybe. a second round exit. Yeah, maybe. And, and okay, and look, I haven't even looked at the seed. I haven't even looked at the seeding yet. So I mean, then you got to tell me who it looked like they might play. Um, if they played the Jazz. See that that I, that's not an easy out for them. It's it's not easy. I agree. Not not easy. I would give them the edge though over the Jazz, but it's not going to be easy. I don't know if I would. I, 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 in fact, I would say that's a pretty even matchup. Mm-hmm. I agree there. That's a seven game series. And then and then and then, for me, for mm-hmm. me, um, who do I trust when it's when ass is getting tight? Do I trust Chris Paul or do I mm-hmm. trust Donovan Mitchell? Have we seen Donovan Mitchell do these kinds of things? I, I I can't recall, and I think Donovan Mitchell's has potential, and I think he's a I think he's an up and coming great player. I I just haven't seen the cat really of have course. a moment like that yet. Of course, but because he's so young, I give I, I and I always shoot him. I always shoot him bail when they're young and they look like dogs when they're young. I will shoot him mm-hmm. that bail. Um, I be this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Rudy Gobert, agree. Rudy Gobert is a dog in the paint. Mm-hmm. He even what do you, what do you think? better offensively since uh, since his uh, you know the season started. Mm-hmm. What, what what chances do you give the Thunder against somebody like uh, Denver? Um, I don't know if they beat Denver either. Mm-hmm. I, I would. Either. I would. I would give Denver the edge, but I do think that's a potential seven-game series. Yeah, I don't know if they beat Denver either. Cause, I mean, uh, um, look, man, and you know when you're talking about coming out, I don't know if Bo's coming off the bench or starting or not, but mm-hmm. that that dude presents problems, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I mean their roster is deep anyway. Yeah, he presents. You know I mean, that presents problems. I know everybody want to talk about Chris Paul. Getting a getting a jumper over him, getting a mid range jumper over him, and that's the you know that's your highlight. But it's like that ain't going that ain't going that situation ain't going to turn out enough for Chris Paul to have a show out game again. Mm-hmm. When when asses get tight, who's going to be that dude when when all the all the sets ain't working, but you need a bucket? Who's going to be that guy? Yeah, Chris Paul has been that guy. You know what I mean? Chris been that guy since the New Orleans Pelicans. Chris Paul is done. He did it with the Clippers a few times too, man. I, I when I don't, get, I, that dude is a, that works, dude is a pit he bull. Works, he works. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing about his game, but he works. Mm-hmm. He plays true point guard, so he he'll look for he'll look for the play within the scheme before right. he's. You know what I'm saying? And if the like I said, when asses get tight, is he gonna be that dude that breaks out of the set just to make the, just to get a good shot up? 
Yeah, I think he'll be that dude because he's he's, he's broke even, that he's broke that set plenty of times. I I, I do believe I, that. I, I don't I don't have I don't have a recollection of that. It's, it's that don't mean that. that don't mean he's gonna make the shot. <laughs> that don't mean he's well, gonna make. We the need shot. him to make the shot, bro. Asses is tight. We, I, I'm not gonna talk about sure. him. No, well I've 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 seen guys try to take over a game or try to get that shot, and I've seen guys pass it off. I've seen guys turn it over. I.e. a Jeff Teague, and you know you know how I feel about that cat. Exactly. I've seen guys do that and not even get a shot off. Chris Paul is going to get a shot off. Yeah, but I ain't talking about just getting a shot off. That's not taking over a game. I'm talking about a dude that's going, that's getting buckets when asses is tight. Sure, I, sure. That's the, the Chris Paul. The Chris Paul ain't built. I, I'm, and I he won't take over. He won't take over a game in that fashion. But if the game is close and you need a bucket, he 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 can he can get you that bucket. He's not going to do James Harden. He's not going to be. Um, LeBron or but I'm talking um, about those guys because again my motto and you know we talk about it all the time my motto in the uh, in the NBA and particularly in the playoffs is that when there's always them situations in series and in games yeah. where asses deep in the playoffs tight where asses mm-hmm. get tight and there has to be somebody that's going to say you know what none of this shit the coaches plan is drawn up is working and we need a bucket. Mm-hmm. And that cat, and that cat is either going to get the bucket or get fouled and get two free throws. I don't. Chris Paul doesn't come to mind in that category. And and is Donovan? If you ask me, he should. I don't see how you feel that way. Who's who's better? At, who's better at getting to the rack, Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell? Who's better at getting to the rack, Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell? I mean. Who's better at getting to the rack? Yeah, who's better at getting to the rack? Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell? I don't even. I mean, to, to me, that's to me, that's a tough one. Because again, I haven't. Again, I haven't seen Donovan Mitchell, you know, do that enough. Who's that doesn't mean get to the rack. Don, Luka Doncic or Chris Paul? Oh, Luka Doncic is better at getting to the rack, but he's but he's also but he's he's also great at you know driving attention away from uh, from the perimeter also. My point is, is that when, again, to my point, when the asses get tight, there has to be a guy who's going to either get to the rim and get a basket or go to get to the rim and get fouled where he's shooting two free throws. And mm-hmm. Chris Paul is not the person who comes to mind in any of these situations against the Mavericks, against the Jazz, against... Um, really, whoever, really, whoever in the Western Conference you want to name, nobody, Chris Paul, if, if there's eight teams in the playoffs mm-hmm. and Chris Paul is, if he's not number eight at one of those types of players, according to teams, then he's like number seven, depending on who you feel can do that for the Spurs. If the Spurs make the playoffs. So you think, okay. So you think, you think the jazz, the nuggets, the Rockets, obviously, you and I agree the Rockets are going to be better um, equipped and will do it more so than the Thunder will. Um, who, am, who am I missing out of that group? I mean, the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets? I, the Hornets. The Pelicans, I'm sorry. Um, oh, oh. The Pelicans. 
You like you like Brandon Ingram. I like I like Brandon. I like Brandon Ingram. If you're talking I, I, about I, I, the Grizzlies, if you're talking about the Grizzlies, obviously you're talking about um John Morant. If I like talking, John Morant. If you're talking about um, I mean the list goes on. If you're talking about the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, you know Jamal Murray about that life. Um. If you're talking about uh, like you can you can go all if you're talking about the Blazers, you know you know who you know who the guy is. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just a matter of it's just a matter of who's that guy for the Thunder, and and and, and the only team that don't seem that don't seem like they have a guy is the Spurs that's in this hunt. Next to the and you feel like the Thunder don't have that guy. I. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'll, I'll buy oh, if that. Call, if you're I'll, calling Chris Paul your guy, he's not on the level of any of those other guys I just mentioned. And I agree in there. The, in that dynamic. And I. That's what you well, need. you don't need a guy who's gonna who's gonna work within the offense. Chris Paul is a point guard to the in in the truest form. He's probably like one of the last true point guards left in the game. He's the dude that's going to run the set. Yeah. But yeah, he's, today, yeah, I, I, everything NBA, you just said there, I agree. But in today's uh-huh. NBA, where it's more isolation based than anything, especially in the moments, we're not looking for a guy who's going to look to run the set. We're looking for a guy who's going to get a shot or get fouled. And right, I, but and, that that's my point. But that's my point. Chris Paul in the past, and uh, again, we just we're talking experience here, um, and I, and I appreciate mentioning the younger cats, the Mitchells. The Morants and the Brandon Ingrams, and I and I appreciate that, and I hope that at some point in their careers they become those guys. That there's just there's just something about experience when when it comes to situations like we're talking about. But Chris Paul and been that Chris, guy for at least three years. If if you're saying he was that way in and with the Clippers, he hasn't been that way for three years. Doesn't mean he can't flip that switch. Sure, of course, and it, and it, and it, and it, and it, and it doesn't mean, and it, but even if and you're it, and it, it doesn't, on the regular season, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I mean to, um, even if you're talking about in the regular season, we're not speaking about Chris Paul in that light, even in the regular season. Yeah, if if it comes to a situation where you need a basket, and I'm not, and I'm not talking about taking over a game to the point where. You need five straight possessions where the ball's got to be in this guy's hands. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it's a close game. You need a basket to win the game. Chris Paul is gonna just be like, "Look, forget running a set. We need a basket. I'm. I'm. I'm that nigga. I'm gonna be the nigga to take this shot." Yeah, but you're talking about you're he. Changing, he's gonna do that. But you're changing the situation now. I'm talking about specifically guys who take over games when asses get tight. I'm not talking about one shot for all the all the marbles and the cookies. I'm talking about a guy who, when it's time to separate and asses getting tight, and we need to we need to assert our dominance as a team. Yeah, you need you need ten possessions. You need you need ten possessions where the ball is in this guy's hand. I don't believe Chris Paul every, every possession. Do. Yeah. I I, I get I, I I get what you're talking about. Well, I mean, but you yeah no I shot. I forget one shot. I'm talking about when ass is getting tight. I'm talking about when it's time to it's time to separate and it's time to get to that to, towards that home stretch that ends the game and when that and when it's time to deflate this team and say look y'all not winning tonight. Um, I don't believe Chris Paul's that dude. Okay, yeah, we we disagree on that one, sure. but. 
right. <laughs> um, All right. I'm out of topics, man. We, we, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out of it, too. Uh, I was hoping this could be an hour show, but we, we went over 40 minutes, so. Oh, man. you should, I wish you would have told me that in, in our little pre-prod. I could, definitely could have made this been an hour because I was looking at it like, damn, we about to be an hour. Um, I definitely could have uh, made that happen for you. Um, that hour went by real quick, though. I ain't gonna front. Oh, no, it didn't. Well, not, not on this end. Oh, okay. On, on this end, it, it felt that way, but... Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Good show, though. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, look, man, everybody in the chat room, we appreciate you for listening. And uh, shout out to everybody who's going to listen on demand. Thank you. We appreciate the support. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bob Shot Sports Talk Podcast. Follow me at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Trey Frazier on Twitter. You can follow me at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Barbershop SPOR2. He's pretty active there. Uh, make sure you like the Facebook page and subscribe on YouTube. For Trey Frazier, this is Maestro Styles, and this has been another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace. works overtime all summer so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters they recommend updating hvac filters at least every three months all year round so order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com let's clear the air the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with mickey d's breakfast the perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.